Hello and welcome to the first ever solo episode of Let's Grow Together. And today I'm going to be talking about my morning routine and why you should consider implementing these things into your daily activities. Now, real quick, first thing, today's episode is sponsored by Digital Champions, teaching businesses how to create and implement video and social media marketing strategies. There's my pitch, how to do it. Let's dive in, shall we? So I really wanted to talk about this because it's something that I talk about so often. If you're following me and you're following my stories and you're seeing what I'm doing, if you've listened to previous episodes, I've touched on on certain things of what I do. And, and I really wanted to talk about kind of my journey of how I got to the morning routine that I'm in now and the benefits that I've seen from implementing it and kind of the, the reasoning behind implementing many of the things that I do. So one of the things um, when I first started trying to incorporating journaling into my morning routine, it came from Tim Ferriss. He wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, if you've ever heard of it. It's a great book. And he recommended the 5-Minute Journal. And the 5-Minute Journal was really great for me because it was really simple and easy to, to kind of get started into the journaling aspect to to really just getting started in, in doing it. And basically, it just gives you some some simple prompts that you can get started. So basically, it starts off with like a quote, um, which is always kind of nice to, to start your day with, with some type of positive quote from, you know, some someone that's famous, uh, or it could be something from a movie. I just happened to open up uh, my five-minute journal, and it says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it, Ferris Bueller. So, uh, fictional character, but nonetheless, great quote. And so basically how the five minute journal is set up is it says, I am grateful for dot, dot, dot. And then it has three prompts. So you fill in three things that you're grateful for. Then it says, what would make today great? Uh, And then it has three prompts for it. And then daily affirmations, I am, and you just, you know, fill in the blank here. And then it also has nightly prompts, which is three things, three amazing things that happened today. You write it down. And then how could I have made today even better? Um, You know, from from someone like myself who's always trying to constantly improve, constantly improve myself, that, that's a great question to ask yourself at the end of the day to kind of set yourself for the next day. However, I, I stopped using the morning routine, but or the morning journal, or sorry, the five-minute journal. But um, I really recommend it if you're just getting started or you don't know where to start with journaling. It's, 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 it's really was a great kind of intro to me getting started. And now I've kind of opened up my prompts based on the book, The Miracle Morning. So I'll take you through a little bit about what The Miracle Morning talks about. And one of the things that I introduced uh, into my daily routine with The Miracle Morning is he talks about uh, starting your day with water. So like first thing in the morning, one of the first things I do every day is I chug a bunch of water. Uh, It's at least eight ounces. It's probably closer to 12 or 16. And it's the first thing I do. You know, I go to the bathroom. Sorry, that's the first thing that I do. And then I chug a bunch of water before I have my coffee, before I have breakfast, before I do 
anything else. Your body needs that. You've just had, you know, six to eight hours. Hopefully you're getting plenty of sleep uh, closer to the eight side and you're not drinking water at that time. So you need to replenish your body with water. For me personally, I like need water so bad. There's so many times where I'm like, man, I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? And I think back, oh, because I haven't had enough water today. And I just know that that's the root cause. And people often, you know, go to coffee and they think that that's the answer and that they need the caffeine. Next time you're tired, try chugging a bunch of water and see how it makes you feel. Yes, drinking water throughout the day makes you go to the bathroom. That's the point. It keeps your body moving so that you're staying more alert and more energized. If you think about it, what do you do when you're sick? You drink lots of fluids. So why do we only do that when we're sick? You should be drinking lots of fluids every single day, incorporating that into your daily routine, drinking lots of water because it's flushing out your system. You're staying more healthy. I personally almost never get sick. It's pretty amazing. And I, I believe it's because of my daily habits, because of what I eat. It's because I exercise. It's because I drink lots of water. All of these things correlate into staying healthy. Now, within the routine and the uh, the mor- Miracle Morning, which is a great book, and I highly recommend if, if you want to have a more uh, set thing that you do every single morning, I recommend checking out the Miracle Morning. I know I've mentioned it previously, and it's by Hal Elrod. And he actually has a couple different versions of the book, which is pretty cool. So the one that I chose was for entrepreneurs, but they do have a number of other options. They have the just the classic Miracle Morning. I believe, I don't know if it's out yet, but there's one specifically for teachers, which I think is really cool. So depending on what you do, um, I recommend that you check it out. If you are an entrepreneur, I definitely recommend the entrepreneur one. Uh, but if you're not, then I would go with the the original classic and you're going to find a ton, ton of value. You know, they've sold, you know, millions of copies. So, you know, it's a highly, highly uh, well-known book and just really will help you get started into creating a morning routine. And we'll go into what I'm talking about today. And hopefully you'll consider incorporating some of the things that I talk about because you don't necessarily have to incorporate all of them. And I think that's the big point is a lot of times people feel overwhelmed with all of these things that they're supposed to do. So if I had any advice to implementation is maybe pick like one or two of the things that I talk about today and consider putting that into your routine. And then as you start doing it, you may, oh, well, this kind of works well. I, you know, I think I can incorporate this into my morning routine as well. So in the Miracle Morning, there's basically what he calls uh, life savers. And the reason why it's savers is, is an acronym. Uh, the savers stands for silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. It makes a joke in the book, you know, that obviously writing is something, but he did scribing because it fits the acronym. So pretty funny, but all of these things are, are so, have been so valuable for me. And it's been, it's been really cool. So the first thing, like I said, I drink my water and then I sit down with my coffee and I have my journal and I do three things. Okay. The first thing is gratitude. The second thing is affirmations. And the third thing is goals. I write this down and I have a book and what I believe. So for one, the gratitude, okay? 
there is nothing more important than implementing gratitude into your daily routine. If there was one thing, one thing that you need to start doing right now, and you had to pick one of the things out of everything I'm talking about, this is it. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. It is so hard to complain about things when you start your day with gratitude and not just starting your day, because once you start your day with it, then you tend to take it through the rest of the day. And you're just a happier person as you go throughout the day because you start to realize that these little things don't matter because you're grateful for so many things. So as I mentioned earlier with the five-minute journal, it only has three things. And what I found to be very beneficial is actually writing a lot more than three things. And one thing, because it's a prompt, um, you know, you only have three options. But what I love to do is, is really just write more things, you know, really write as many things that I can think of at that time. Now, just to give you a rough ballpark, it's usually around five to 10 different things. And what often happens is, you know, people always ask me, they're like, well, you know, do, do you write the same thing? And the answer is, is yes, but also no. So the, the reason why it's kind of both is, well, one, yes, because I do write a lot of the same things, the same things that I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful to be alive. That's something that I write often. But one thing I'll also do is I'll often write, I'm grateful for specific people. And, you know, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. But then I'll also, other times, I'll write very specific. I'm grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for my dad. You know, I'm grateful for Dan. I'm grateful for James. Um, so it's, it's, it varies based on um, kind of the day. But it's always beneficial, again, to, to think about this. And what happens is once you start to do it, and this is where I think people struggle, is they, they're like, well, I don't want to write the same things or, or they're not sure to what continue to write. That's where the purpose is. And that's why I say the answer is also no, because you really want to think deeply about things that you can be grateful for. And when you have to really think about it, that's when it really has the beneficial effects, you know, really having that power when you really have to think about it. I mean, you start to think about, well, you know, I'm grateful for to have a roof over my head. I'm grateful to have food. I'm grateful to have a vision. I'm grateful to have my health. I'm grateful to have two legs. I'm grateful to have two arms. I'm grateful to be in America, you know, and you, and you really start to dive deep into all these little intricacies. And you're like, man, I am grateful for a lot of things. I have so many things to be grateful for. Do you see where this is going? Do you see the power of starting your day with all of these things and really, really diving deep into the things that you are grateful for? I cannot recommend this. I mean, if you picked one thing, again, this is the thing to do. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And writing it down is so critical, writing it down. So the one thing that I like about the, the like full prompt where you're not actually um, just filling in the blank, where it's like a blank page, is that I will actually write out, I am grateful for, and then write it. So for every single thing, I'm writing, I am grateful for this. I am grateful for this. I am grateful for this. 
And so again, it's that repetition, that repetition, 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 where you are writing it. So I'd recommend don't doing it in your phone. I tried that one time. It didn't work. I, I you know, you got to write it down. There is something to be said about actually writing it out. And so it has that power effect. And there's more things going on here than meets the eye. There's, there's the subliminal messaging that's going on. And I'm going to talk about in the next section also here with writing it out. I am grateful for, I am grateful for. You're getting that repetition. And so to lead into the next thing with that, that subliminal message, the next thing is your affirmations. So I feel like affirmations can sometimes seem a little weird when you first get started. I know for me, um, it was it was a little hard to swallow, I guess, but it's it can be very, very powerful. And people go, well, you know, what are your affirmations? What are you thinking of? You know, what are you writing for your affirmations? So basically, an affirmation is your I am statement. So it's I am this. And what I've found to be very powerful is picking an affirmation that is focused around your limiting beliefs. So for me, for example, and I started this a, a while ago when I was actually still using the five-minute journal, and I would originally I tried doing different affirmations each day um, because it was just one affirmation, and so for each different day, I would try I would do something different. But I noticed that there was one thing that I had a very very uh, huge and limiting belief on, and that was uh, being an entrepreneur and what that really meant. And I just didn't feel like I was an entrepreneur, even though I was doing so many things that entrepreneurs were doing. And I was, you know, implementing these strategies and I was building clients and I was working with people and I was, um, you know, doing a number of things that, that fit that strategy. But it was just such a clear limiting belief for me. So I just started writing it. I am an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur. And the more that I did it, um, more things started to come to fruition, which I think is really cool. Um, because at that time, uh, I didn't feel like I was an entrepreneur because I was still, you know, nine to five in a full-time job. And, you know, right now I have my own business. I transitioned from what was a full-time job to now the company that I was working for is now uh, hiring my company to work for them. So I'm still doing a lot of the same work that I was doing before, but they're paying my business, which is pretty amazing. I'm totally, extremely grateful for that opportunity to make that transition because I know that this is a rare circumstance and they're really setting me up for success and I will forever, forever be grateful. So if anyone from the Hurricane team is listening, thank you. I love you all so much and appreciate you so much. And so again, back to the, the I am an entrepreneur, I think that whatever you feel that you limit yourself for, or, or and again, it can be a goal in a sense where, you know, it's like, I am healthy. Maybe, maybe you're trying to be fit or I am successful. That's such a great one. I am successful. And I do write that one often because, you know, the definition of success is is there is none. And I think that's a, a struggle because so many people are chasing success, but don't actually define what success is. And, you know, for me, it, it's, 
it's so hard to define and it to me is not something that can be defined. And though I'm chasing what I call sometimes success, I still consider myself to be successful. And if I could really define one thing of success, I would actually contribute it to being happy. Because to me, there's no greater success than being happy every single day. And I was actually having this conversation with someone last week where I mentioned my dad and, you know, his, his job, you know, he would drive an hour every day to work, you know, he worked at a bank, you know, nothing uh, flashy. But the thing about my dad was he was always at every single sporting event. He was a coach for many sporting events, one of the best. If you've ever had him as a coach, you know. Um, and I don't just say that because I'm his son. It's what everyone told me uh, afterwards. And, you know, so people, for him to be able to do what he did, um, you know, though he wasn't making hundreds of thousands of dollars and been able to do all these fancy things, which so many people are chasing with success, he had a great family. He was always there for me. Um, try not to get emotional here. Uh, and, and that's just, that's something that he, in my opinion, was extremely and is extremely successful. I wanted to take a, a moment and pause real quick. Uh, I realized that the way that I was just speaking, it seemed as if my dad is no longer here, which is not true. My dad is alive and well and is still a, an amazing influence on me, still works at the bank that he worked at when I was younger, uh, hoping to retire soon. And, uh, and he still has a huge influence on me every single day and such a huge impact, which is why it, you know, I was getting a little emotional because he just, you know, is such an important person. And I'm so grateful that he has been there for me for as long as he has and continues to be there for me. And I'm just so grateful for that. Um, you know, something that many people would want so badly. Um, however, when we think of success, we often think of it as some type of financial goal or financial thing. But I just don't believe that's it. And it, it often brings me back to the goals that I'm chasing and the things that I'm chasing and brings me back to, you know, the, the aspect of creating a family and building a family and the importance of that. And, you know, part of my, my goal is in what I'm doing now and being young and not having as many responsibilities is, is not that, Hey, I want to be working 80 hours a week for the rest of my life. And it's okay. Cause I'm you know doing my own thing. Um, it's not that it's that if I do these things now within my own business, it's setting me up so that if I do, if, because again, nothing's guaranteed, have my own family, I have a business that allows me the flexibility to do the same things that my dad was able to do and be able to be there all the time for my kids if they need it and, you know, be able to be their baseball coach and things of that sort. And so maybe you're in this situation. Maybe you have a family that you're, you know, developing and you're worried that maybe you don't have the business success that you're looking. This is an, a, a time for you to think, think at what you do have and think about how great it is to just be able to have a kid, um, you know, a kid that's looking up to you, a kid that you're going to be there for, take care of, be there for holidays and go out on Halloween and, and all of these 
cool things that, that come with, you know, being a, a parent. So, you know, success really is hard to define in that regard, but that's how I would define it. And though I'm still going to keep chasing, you know, my goals, I still believe that I'm going to be an M successful right now. And I know that word, like I said, gets thrown around a lot, but you know, we're all successful in our own way. And to me, it's, it's similar to you define it. So, and it's a belief, you know, so you are successful. You just have to believe that you're successful. You know, I, I shared this quote um, recently on my story and I was at an event uh, this past weekend where I shared it again uh, with this networking group, which was great. We did like a dinner. It was really cool. Um, and what it is, is we don't do things that are meaningful. We find a meaning in what we do. And I feel that that's so powerful. And that's why I wanted to continue to share it because it's the same thing. I mean, our happiness is based on our perspective. Our ha- you know, everything is based on how we view things. You know, viewing yourself as successful, viewing yourself as happy, and viewing yourself as grateful, all of these things, again, is up to you. It's not based on what you have or what you do. It's about your mental state and just believing in those things. So if you don't believe you're happy or you don't believe you're successful, you can literally change that right now as you're listening to this. You can change that thought process, okay? And it takes time. It's not something that's necessarily going to happen overnight. It definitely takes some time to, to really shift the mind. And that's where the daily routines come in, to shift back. And that's where this really comes into play, the repetition of doing this on a regular, consistent basis. Maybe your affirmation is, I am happy. That can be your affirmation. Maybe you feel like you're not happy. And then all of a sudden, you keep writing every day, I am happy. I am happy. And guess what? You keep doing it. Guess what? You're going to believe it. Because you can say it and not believe it. But if you keep doing it and you keep saying it and you keep writing it, it's going to have that effect. It's going to turn that attempt into, you know, what you're trying to accomplish into what you actually have. And that's really the power of the I am statement, the power of positive affirmations. Now, to move on to the next section um, with goals. And goals are so great. And goals aren't mentioned in the five-minute journal, but um, I've incorporated goals into my writing style based on the miracle morning. And to me, goals are so important to have, and it doesn't have to be anything entrepreneur. I know that uh, some of you may be listening and you're not a business owner and don't want to be a business owner, and that's completely fine. But you should still 100% have goals, you know, things that you're pushing for, things that you want. And what I have actually, kind of experimented with. So originally when I first started writing out my goals, I wrote out all of my goals and it was really good because I really had to think about it and and it really set things up for both the short term and the long term. thinking goals that were achievable in a short amount of time, but also thinking about really big goals um, that are, you know, kind of out of reach, not out of reach, but um, that are bigger and on harder and are really going to take that effort to reach. And then I transitioned into writing just a few goals 
so that I could focus on what I was trying to accomplish. And now I've actually gone back to writing them all out. So if I was going to recommend anything when it comes to writing your goals, I recommend writing them all out. And, you know, because it helps, it helps kind of gain perspective into what you're trying to reach both short-term and long-term. And the reason why we write out our goals every day is because it keeps it top of mind and it helps us to make the decisions on a daily routine to create those goals. So one of the things that's mentioned in Atomic Habits is that goals aren't even important if you're not implementing the the daily activities that help get you closer to your goals. But you can't implement the daily activities that you want to accomplish if you don't have the goals set in place. So for example, if you have your goals and one of your goal is to lose 20 pounds, now you're writing every day, I want to lose 20 pounds by this date. So that requires you that day You just wrote out your goals that day of trying to lose 20 pounds. Now, when the opportunity comes between a healthy choice and a non-healthy choice, you're going to be more likely to make that healthy choice because that day you're thinking about your goal. And so keeping it top of mind is going to make it so much more powerful and make it more likely that you're going to happen. And, you know, I think it's a good variation to have both big goals and small goals that you can achieve. And, and sometimes the smaller goals are more important. Maybe you start with, hey, I want to lose the five pounds. You know, And I think that that's such a big thing that, that often people think of when it comes to goals that it has to be these massive, massive goals. You know, oh, you should shoot for the stars. You know, the magic of thinking big and all of these things. Yes, that's great. But it, it kind of sucks when you don't achieve those goals because they're so big. And, you know, we live in a world of instant gratification. And, you know, I'm not saying that you get that instant gratification here, but in order to keep the momentum going, it's important that you accomplish those short-term goals, those, those short things, because it keeps you going for the longer ones. So when you're thinking about your goals, really think about some short-term ones and then long-term ones. So, you know, maybe you have, I want to lose 100 pounds but you also have, I want to lose five pounds, you know, by the end of two weeks so that you can accomplish one, but setting yourself up for the bigger one down the line. So you're seeing the power and the potential of implementing these in your daily routine, writing out these goals. If you want to get your goals, you have, if you want to know where you're going, you got to write it down every day. You know, if you got to have that destination to know that the path you want to take. And again, these goals may change and that's completely fine, you know, as you progress, but it's the action that defines where you want to go and figuring out and trying different things. You know, I often hear like people are not sure where they're going or what they're trying to do. Well, you got to go do stuff to figure out what you want to do. It's not just some magic thing that comes down and, and hits you in the head. Uh, the example that I, I love to share is the first time I ever spoke on stage. It was 2016, and I, uh, I guess I can go even earlier than that. So before the event was even happening, I 
we were in a, in a conference room, we were talking about, Hey, we need speakers. And I said, Hey, I can speak about social media. And at the time, all I really cared about was getting more money. I was like, this is great. I'll, I'll speak. And then they'll have to pay me more because it will increase me as a valued employee. Like that was my whole thought. Um, I hope you don't judge me for that. Um, I think it's something that we can relate to. And that was something that, you know, I wanted to do. And so it got closer and closer and they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, yep, I did hesitate. So it wasn't that quick of a yep. It was like, um, you know, they were trying to give me an out. And I said, nope, I want to do it. And it was at that time, it was 25 minutes, which seemed like a, an eternity. I hadn't spoken in front of an audience before uh, of that size ever. And I hadn't spoken in front of an audience at all since college. So it, at that point, it had been about three years since giving any type of formal presentation. And it's funny, I was in the back of the room getting ready to go up, and I was so nervous. I was during lunch, I was in my hotel room and I was just practicing and practicing and practicing, you know, just getting it down, trying to, trying to make sure it was perfect. I was so nervous. My heart was beating out of my chest. And when I got up there, you know, I was a little choked up to start, which most people probably didn't even notice. Uh, when I speak a lot, I often start off like that. It's like the first couple of sentences. Um, I, I feel it and maybe other people don't notice it. But once I get going, that's when I, I, it goes away. And I think that's how a lot of people are. And a lot of what you do is you just got to get started and then, and then it becomes easier, but it's all about taking that first step. And the reason I share this story is because when I came off that stage, everything had changed. It literally had changed my life before me. And I realized that this was something that I wanted to continue to do. This was something that it just felt right. And it felt like I had a, a knack for it. And people told me, um, you know, how good a job I did. Hopefully they weren't just uh, filling my head, but uh, I just came to really enjoy it. Enjoy, um, you know, being up there and educating people on the things that I knew. And prior to that, I was spending a lot of times behind the scenes, you know, behind the camera and, you know, behind helping to run the events. And all of a sudden, I'm jumping on stage in the public eye. And, and that education aspect was what I found really powerful. And that's a big part of, you know, this podcast and wanting to just continue to share value and teach. And that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. When so many people came up to me after and said that they really appreciate, you know, what I shared, they were asking questions and, you know, really just engaging. And I realized like, this is something I want to do and continue to do. And, and now I'm pursuing that full time, you know, where I, I really want to continue to try and get on stages and educate people on, on anything that I know, you know, it's all about just sharing value. And I feel like I have a lot to share. Um, and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do with my life is to just continue to educate people and share my insights so that they can grow, so that they can improve, whether it be their businesses or improve their lives. And that's really, you know, a big, a big mission in mine into, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing in case you didn't know already. But that's really just a quick story on uh, mildly quick about how I kind of got my started. But to back to shifting to the goals again, I would have never known that I liked speaking and that I had a passion for teaching if I had not done it that one time. 
if I had not stuck it out. Imagine if they asked me that second time and I bailed and was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I, I don't think I should do it. And they probably would have been like, oh, okay, you know, or, you know, because maybe they were looking for an out, but they, you know, maybe they, maybe they were nervous about me doing it. Um, and they wanted to give me an opportunity to get out because they didn't know how I was going to perform. It was in front of a huge audience and, you know, but they already told me I could, so they couldn't tell me no at that point. I mean, I guess they could have, and I don't think that was the case. I think they, they were very supportive. And, you know, when I came off the stage, I remember looking at the, the staff table and uh, seeing one of my coworkers, Nicole, just having this like huge, huge uh, grin and smile, just pure happiness for me. It was one of the most amazing feelings and something I will never forget uh, that first time coming off and, and seeing that, that look. Um, it's amazing. So, um, again, so back to the goals again, you got to try, try new things, try new things to be able to figure out where you want to go. Now back to, again, the, the life savers and, and, and different things. So one of the things, again, I mentioned the life savers are silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Silence is so um, important, and it's often hard depending on our lives, depending on having kids and things of that sort, which is why in the Miracle Morning, he talks about waking up super early so that you have that time, you have that silence. And when I'm sitting down and I'm writing out my, you know, writing out my journal, I have that silence in my coffee. I'm not like putting music on or I'm not doing it while the TV is on or anything like that. It is just me and completely my thoughts and the value is certainly there. And now the visualization technique, that's something that I haven't fully implemented. I've done a few times and it can be extremely powerful and I can see how doing that daily and I'd like to incorporate it more daily into my routine. So one of the visualizations that I did recently was I thought about myself in a stadium of people and they were all there to see me speak. And I was behind backstage kind of peeping out, looking out, seeing everyone, uh, you know, seeing the lights and, and seeing kind of just darkness. Cause if you've ever seen big stages, you can't really see the people in the audience. So it's just kind of shadows out there and, you know, big lights. I'm standing out there. And then I come out, walking out there and, and you know, just people are, are, are cheering and excited to hear me speak and looking at the smiling faces in the front row um, and, you know, maybe high-fiving some people. And then I get up there and I'm standing in the center of the stage and all eyes on me and it starts to get real quiet. And I take a big deep breath. And then that's kind of where I had the visualization stop. Um, but it's really cool when you do that because you really start to feel yourself in that position. If you can really think of all the details that I did, you know, if you notice I'm talking about what I'm seeing, I'm talking about what I'm hearing, you know, I'm talking about what I'm feeling, you know, feeling the energy in the room. And, and you know, so there's so much power to the visualization. I hope to kind of implement that into my daily routine as well. And one of the other lifesavers here is exercise. Exercise is so, it's so important. I mean, if you've listened to the last two, three podcast episodes, you know how important exercise is. I mean, if you follow these influencers and other people in the space, 
They talk about how important exercise is, getting the body moving. Now, personally, for me, I think running is the best thing. Even if you hate it, uh, James talked about it in the last episode, how you get that runner's high of really just you know, getting out there and getting the body moving, and it needs to be done, your exercise in the first thing in the morning. I know for me, I was always a late work, you know, I always worked out late. And when I started working on the morning, total game changer, total game changer. So if maybe you're somebody who likes to work out after work, consider switching it, consider getting up an extra hour earlier, hour and a half earlier, maybe that's 430 for you, who knows. But and you know, getting up and starting your day with that feels so good to have that accomplishment before your day even starts where you've already achieved things that you want to do. And I think that's where all of this comes into play, you know, where you're writing out your goals and you're writing out everything you you're, you know, you're doing potentially your meditation. So that's another thing that goes with the silence in the lifesavers, you know, meditation, which I highly recommend you practice as well and doing all of these things first thing in the morning because you've already accomplished them. So all of these lifesavers that, that are listed here, are all to be done, you know, first thing in the morning. And it's all about if you need to accomplish it and you're like, I don't have time for this, it means you need to get up earlier so that you can accomplish all of these things. Now, they mentioned in the book too that exercise, maybe you don't have time to exercise or, um, you know, don't have time to go for a run, but even just getting the body moving and doing like 10 jumping jacks is beneficial. Uh, one thing I like to do is I like to stretch. So I'll just do like a full stretch um, and, and it really, again, it like release the body makes you feel good. I like to stretch before I go to bed also. Um, so then I feel more refreshed when I do that. Um, because again, and you're, you know, when you're laying in bed, you're, you know, potentially cramped up. And so by stretching before it loosens you up, you're going to sleep better that way. So I recommend implementing that as well. Um, and then the last thing again, uh, there's, well, there's reading and there's scribing. So I'm still working on incorporating reading into my daily routine. And, um, you know, I tend to, to prefer the audio books and the audio experience, the podcasts and, but I know the power of just reading. And I know that if you start with 10 minutes a day, you end up doing more. So, you know, again, it's something that I'm going to try to continue to implement. But again, like I said, it takes time to, to implement all of these things. It takes time to, you know, so many people want to do everything right away. And that's so much harder to achieve. And if you just start with a few things, and then as you go, you'll be able to add more things. So don't think you need to do all of these things. You know, start with one, and just slowly, slowly do more. And then the last thing is scribing, which again, that goes to everything I talked about with writing your goals, and your gratitude, and that sense. So that is my morning routine for the most part. I think I've explained. I think, I think that's, that's everything. And I hope that this episode really finds you well. I really enjoyed doing this. I really enjoyed the solo episode. And I'll continue to do solo episodes. It's a little poetic, too, that it's episode number five, which is my favorite number. I was born on the fifth. Um, so I think that's pretty awesome as well. And I just have a lot to share. And I hope that you enjoy what I've been sharing. If you enjoyed this episode, please uh, write me a review. Uh, I really appreciate that. That, that helps. Um, if you're not already a subscriber, please subscribe. And, you know, the support that I continue to receive is, is truly overwhelming. I don't even know what to say most of the time when somebody does something 
for me, even as simple as just sharing one of my posts, it means the world to me. It really does. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful anytime someone just gives me a like on social media. It seems crazy, I know, but I know that people don't always give out likes um, that easily. So, you know, just giving a like, giving a comment that you're watching or, or listening just really means a lot to me. And so I want to thank you so much for your time, taking the time to hang out with me. And remember, let's keep growing together.